Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Called to Share podcast. Excited to jump on here tonight. If it's your first time listening, welcome. And if you are a loyal listener of the last few weeks, welcome back. For those of you who are just kind of jumping on new, I kind of like to keep these super short. Just share a brief thought or two. Um, you know, different people like podcasts for different reasons. Some like long ones, some like short ones. And I just think for me, putting out a short one every now and then with some thoughts would be helpful. And I wanted to share briefly some of the things I learned in reading the New Testament in a month. And I might have been even quicker than that. My daughter, who just started her mission yesterday, challenged us to read the Book of Mormon before she left. And I did that kind of quick and had extra time before she left. So I'm like, I'll read the New Testament as well. And I'm so glad I did because I've read the New Testament before um, and obviously spent some time in there, but not as much as I should. And so reading it very quickly in less than a month um, or around that time frame, it did a few things for me. One, just made me love Jesus even more. But two, it's super interesting how when you read a book of scripture really fast, you kind of get a sense of the time frame and and everything that happened from like a high level overview because you go through it so fast. And so there's not as much, as many distractions to kind of make you forget where you're at and what's going on. So I just wanted to share a few things. I mean, I might say five things I learned while I read the New Testament. Um, The first thing that I want to share is I learned that Jesus is nothing like we act like Jesus is. In our society today, um, Jesus is this softy, this really nice guy who just loves everybody and just wants to rub your belly and be nice to you and say nice things. And while... Some of those things are true. It's not the whole truth. And just reading through the Bible and seeing Christ just, um, one, yes, exemplify total grace and love to people, but two, rip other people to shreds um, and call them out on their wickedness and call people out who he's trying to help. You know, the little guys, the lost sheep, he wants to help them out. But at the same time, you know, he exemplifies grace but he leads them to truth. You know, there's the story of the Pharisees who see him dining with the Republicans, sorry, (laughs) dining with publicans and sinners. And, you know, they're ripping him to shreds and making fun of him for being with those people. And he's like, look, you know, they, I didn't come to teach to the righteous, you know. So he was befriending them and loving them because he loved them. But he wanted to help them become as he was. And that necessitated repentance and calling them to repentance in a loving way. And I think in our society today, it's either we're going to shove the, thr- the truth down your, down your throat or we're going to love you until you want to change. And neither of those can happen. Um. You can't only provide love to somebody um, and never have them know that you believe in truth and can share truth with them because if you 
live that way, they won't know who to go to. And I was listening to a podcast of somebody recently, and he he said, you know, he left the church for a time. And when he was ready to come back, he went to the people who he knew had loved him, but would tell him the truth. Um, he didn't need to go to somebody who was all fluff and who, who would just say, oh, live your truth or be you. He's like, I, I, I needed to go to somebody who I knew would tell me the truth as well. So again, the first thing I learned about the New Testament was Jesus. He loves, um, but he has anger. Uh, I don't, you know, in the temple, he, he has righteous indignation, you know, telling the those who offend one of the least of these that he'll th- wrap a ring, you know, uh, a millstone around their neck and throw them into the depths of the sea. Um, Jesus wasn't afraid to ruffle feathers and call people out, but he also called the lost to him. Come unto me, repent, change. It was never come here i love you and let's just stay who we are and live your truth and be you not in the new testament so that's one thing i learned second thing i want to talk about that um was really interesting as i was reading the new testament was just the timeline of like look you have the gospels matthew mark luke john then you have acts the first part talks about the acts of the apostles and then it kind of goes to the story of saul who becomes Paul. And then the rest, I mean, we're talking everything after that is the Pauline epistles until you get, you know, Peter, Peter, John, 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 Acts, sorry, not Peter, Peter, John, 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 Jude, Revelation, whatever. Just the, and James, the last few parts, it's a bulk, a huge bulk of the Bible is the Pauline epistles. And I don't think I ever really um, appreciated how much of Paul Uh, is in the Bible Um, and kind of off the record. I can't say that I love the Pauline epistles a ton. I went through and I'd mark, I marked a lot, but there's a lot of stuff that I just did not, um, wasn't the most clear. And it's actually interesting. Another thing, maybe in addition to another, another thing I learned, there's a lot of people, I don't know if you've heard this, but you know those who have left the the LDS faith. There's a there's one particular missionary who's like you know Romans converted him to the true principle of grace on his mission. And in Romans he attributes everything to his change of heart. I'm like, I was reading Romans and Romans is really confusing. <laughs> so I just thought it was interesting that Romans converted this man because. You know, there's this principle of grace, but in chapter one of Romans, it talks about God judging you according to your works, like first thing. And so it's funny how, yes, it does talk about grace a lot, but I just find that that interesting. Um, another book of scripture that I find really interesting is Revelation. Super confusing. Um, John was having a good time explaining how his animals and you know they're the head of a lion and the the body of a what <laughs> anyway interesting stuff in revelation again um kind of hard to understand completely just based on the imagery he uses and stuff um 
one other thing I thought was fascinating, and this had to do with the epistle of James. Now, many believe that James was a literal, like a half-brother of Jesus, which I think is fascinating for multiple reasons. One, if you read the epistle of James, there are so many incredible things in those chapters. Chapter one, especially, is just fascinating. Um, So many things like be doers of the word, not hearers only. And then, you know, the the most famous of all scriptures in Latter-day Saint. Well, you know, according to Latter-day Saints, one of them is, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God. God. And I was thinking as I was reading this of a hypothetical. It's like, hypothetically, Jesus could have said to his brother, James, hey, James, um, I'm going to die here soon. I need you to send a message to Joseph Smith. I need you to write something that he is going to, that's going to communicate to him the urgency of what he needs to do to restore my gospel to the earth. I'm counting on you, James. And then James writes his epistle and he writes, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth all men liberally and abradeth not and it shall be in it shall be given him but let him ask in faith nothing wavering for he who you know wavereth is like the i forget the rest but can you imagine that if that actually did happen this scripture that so many people know about in the latter-day saint faith was written by jesus's brother if, if all historical records are accurate you know and i just think that's a fascinating thing to think about that um, that Jesus and James and Joseph Smith all kind of worked together to to help restore the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I think that's pretty neat. So that's another thing I like to think about a lot while I was reading the Bible. Um, and one other thing in the New Testament I, I learned a lot was Peter um, and Paul, they both called out they called out a lot these this idea of, of of fables and traditions and ideas of men and uh, really called people to follow the doctrine of Christ. And that's something that's very prevalent in our day, very prevalent. We have these Instagram influencers who like to rub your belly. And what I mean by rub your belly is they like to say things that are pleasing. They like to say things that point the finger at other people um, because when you point the finger at someone else, you don't have to change. It's their fault. Um, And reading through comments of some of these Latter-day Saint, supposed Latter-day Saint Instagram influencers, you know, their comments section is a bunch of people complaining about the church or complaining about this thing they don't like or, or that thing they don't like or this that needs to change or that that needs to change. Instead of giving things for what we have, and focusing on the doctrine of Jesus Christ and seeking to um, just come together and be united and not not act like we're oppressed people. Um, yeah, so back to things that I felt like I learned reading the New Testament. It was one kind of recapping how the breakdown of you got the four gospels and you got acts and then you got 
Paul comes into the scene and all the Pauline epistles and then it's Peter, James, John, and then it's Revelation, you know, Jude Revelation. Um, it's only like 400 pages. Um, and so, again, the true character of Christ is revealed in the Gospels and I wish more people would read the Gospels to try to find out Christ's true character because we definitely err on the side of mercy and grace in our day and we don't um, believe as much in our responsibility to defend and declare truth. Some people do, right? There's some ends of the spectrum where they want to take a club and beat you over the head with truth. <clears throat> but I think on the main, people are erring on the side of let's just love everybody and that's all we need to do. Um, but, you know, God said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And one of his commandments is to go ye into the whole world and, and preach my gospel. And so when the time arises, we as we're demonstrating love for people and showing them that we care, there will come moments where we need to stand up and defend the truth like Elder Holland did at, at BYU, you know. Um, we can't just be preaching a love, love, love message because the world offers that. Um, and whatever the world's offering, we kind of got to run the opposite way many times. Um, I'm sure there's a few other things I learned while reading the New Testament. I think there's one that's kind of stuck and I can't remember what it was exactly. But I just want to issue you guys a challenge. Because I was talking to a, a co-worker the other day and he just mentioned that, you know, he really hasn't dug into the New Testament much. It's full of incredible things. Um, it definitely reveals the character of Christ. And so if you're listening to this podcast, haven't, read the new testament recently you know i know we read things kind of in a cycle in our church with the come follow me and how sunday school goes every year but just to give you a perspective i read the book of mormon in the new testament in less than three months so you know we could definitely read all the standard works in one in one year for sure so i'll just leave you with that invitation um you go ahead and check out my website at calledtoshare.com. Also look at our YouTube channel. You can search Called to Share. I um, would appreciate you guys watching videos there and sharing those with people who come to mind just so that we can share goodness and um, seek to bring forth and establish the cause of Zion. Until next time.